Hello, and welcome to the CEO Blind Spots Show, where leaders lead leaders. I am your host, Birgit Camps, and today's guest is Terry Looper, CEO, founder, and president of Texon. And as Terry knows, and, and you, the listener, know, uh, I invite guests on my show that are both high performers as well as humble. And Terry is probably one of the most humble human beings I've known for over a decade. And um, Terry, I'm going to go ahead and state some of your accomplishments because it took me almost 10 years just to find out a couple of them because <laughs> you're so humble and, and everything that you've achieved. And even though, you know, I, I'm sure that uh, we could talk for 10 hours, um, the listeners uh, would probably be interested in knowing sooner than that what, what all you have done. And then, of course, I'll turn it back over to you and you can share, you know, some of your own struggles and, and uh, what you've discovered and what you would recommend as a leader in, you know, who's wanting to take it to the next level and who is also willing to look at their own blind spots. Anyway, let me say that Terry Looper uh, started at Texan 30 years ago and he has been in 15 different businesses since then and has been profitable every year except for the first year. So they're, you know, clearly business-wise, he's got a good business sense. And um, Terry, you've also been uh, awarded the Regional Entrepreneur of the Year with Ernst & Young. And just recently... In fact, uh, I think it was even this month, you were nominated as one of the best leaders uh, for small businesses based on employee surveys. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool because usually people are really gifted in business and make a lot of profit, but not always good with people. And sometimes people are really good with people, not good with profits, and you somehow uh, have managed to, you know, be gifted in, in both, at least, you know over a 30 year period of time. And in fact, very unusual in America at least is that you have never been sued by anyone you know. And it seems like every day we hear stories of people getting sued. And then last but not least, uh, after you know probably a decade of people asking you to write a book, you finally have. And uh, so your book that is out on Amazon and well, I guess other places too, but it, that's easy to find there's called Sacred pace. And um, now that the book is published, uh, you know, I can state another fact about you, which, you know, these are so far what I've stated, people can look up on Google, it seems like people can look up anything on Google, and they can find these facts about you, these accomplishments. But in my view, some of your greatest accomplishments cannot be found on Google. Uh, they're experienced. And one of these examples uh, really until recently, uh, until your book came out, is no one knew that you give 50% of your money to Christian charities. And, um, you know, it started off with 10% and you kept increasing it. But, uh, and, and not once had you told anybody about that. And uh, really through prompting of many, many people, you finally disclosed it, uh, you know, just with, with an intention of, you know, contributing to people and 
um, letting them know, you know, how fulfilling it can be to be a giver. And that's, that's again, how I've known you. So not only to me, are you a giver of money, but you're a giver of your time and, um, and advice. So uh, one of the things that you helped me with early, early on was um, when I got ready to start my company, you said, Virgo, just keep one thing in mind. The healthier you are as a human being is the healthier you, your company will be and the healthier you'll be as a leader. So that is not anything anyone had ever told me. I, I read a bunch of leadership books. I knew a lot of leaders, but that was definitely very unique. And um, so ever since, uh, you know, I've constantly looked at, okay, what am I missing? So um, on that note, you know, this is about CEO blind spots. And I know by now the listeners must think that you sound like you're just perfect and there's no way someone like you has a blind spot. So um, unfortunately, during our um, conversation about CEO blind spots, um, I had a technology blind spot myself and some of our conversations didn't get recorded. And thank you for saying that, you know, you're willing to have more than one uh, conversation with me on the podcast. But um, in the meantime, I'm going to, um, you know, play and, and share what you have already shared with me. So here, here we go. Please do share with, you know, new leaders some of your advice about uh, blind spots. You know, there's a, there's a lot of leaders out there. And, and in fact, in, in America, a, a lot of new companies are getting started. A lot of entrepreneurs are getting started more than ever before. And um, at the same time, we're so busy that we don't have time to mentor each other. So what, what advice or what tips do you have for someone who's, you know, starting out? Well, I mean, one thing, you know, you're, you're right in this book to help kind of like that lead like Jesus did. It was the right book at the right time to, to expose whatever I was ready to hear mm -hmm. and see. And so I, obviously information is good, but the main thing is to yearn to see your blind spots, to yearn to recognize you're probably the biggest problem in your company. And if you're not, then you need to deal with the biggest problem. There's a reason that problem exists and it's still probably because you haven't chose to deal with it. And um, so if there's a bigger problem in your company than you, then as the leader, you should deal with it mm -hmm. rather than, you know, delay and, and, and put it off. So the point being, um, you have to decide you want to change and you want to grow and you want the truth to be revealed. You know, they say, you know, the truth will set you free. Well, it, it'll set you free and it's usually painful, but to have the truth presented to you, at least you can start dealing with it. Like having a blind spot revealed to, mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. And we need to take the time to, yeah to right. do so when when do you take time because i mean for as long as i've known you you, you have a huge yearning to keep growing and keep right, 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 so right. when do you find the time to dedicate to that well i i go away twice a year for would like to go away four times a year i go away twice a year by myself and spend two nights away um i, I 
used to do one night away and, and actually you started encouraging me to try two nights, which made a big difference. And, and uh, because you've gone long enough where you, you have to start seeing some truth. Mm-hmm. And, um, and most people aren't willing to do it because they kind of don't want to see the truth. And yet they say they do, but in their heart and soul and subconscious, they kind of don't want to because it's going to cause them to do something different. Yeah. So I do that. And um, I've had some interesting things revealed to me on those, on those weekends. And then I have quiet times in the morning, every morning. I mean, I, I uh, pray, uh, pray to, uh, in various ways. I, I read, I read scripture, I do, do whatever every morning uh, to try to see the truth and try to grow every morning yeah every morning yeah 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 Yeah. no it's uh it's the biggest uh probably yeah i've been doing it i i probably miss 10 days a year of not spending some quality time alone and reflecting and and or praying yeah well you know just like you said i encourage you to take more than one day away on the weekend you're the one who inspired me to every morning take time right so that was also huge for me because it's it it, and back to what are your priorities yeah what are your priorities and you know is it about you or is it really about others and Unfortunately, it's way too often about me. And when it's about me, it doesn't really work very well. And when it's about others, truly serving others, our, our Lord, um, and be about others, then then life is more joyful and, and more successful, I think. Yes. Yeah. That's my experience, too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully... Again, I know a lot of our leaders, um, you know, some of them may be at different points. Some of them may be starting a company. Some of them may be going through growing pain. Right. Some of them may be, you know, ready for the next phase and, you know, developing other leaders. But um, One of our mission statement, as you know, is that service provider in our sector of the industry. But being very obvious, it's impossible if you aren't service provider to your employees in our signal industry. You can't lord over them and then they serve people outside the company um, and and shortchange them in terms of not having enough support or enough employees to support them. You know, there's just no way. It's that it's just that simple. Same way as a leader. It's it's it really is all about you and and so much of it is uh, are you really out to help them or help yourself? Well, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I think I do see that a lot of times as being a blind spot for people. Yeah. And so I'm just curious when, way back when, when you said I had a blind spot, I thought I was a great servant leader. Was that one of the examples of where you were like, I don't think I'm as good as serving the internal customer? Right. I, I realized, yeah, I realized I was, uh, Oh, I went through the motions and 
I really thought I was a really good servant leader because I was really nice to my employees mm -hmm. and helpful. Mm -hmm. But it was still all about me. It was all about how I looked more than what they really needed and wanted um, to do their job. To do their job. Yeah. Yeah. And the truth is, they don't ask for a lot, mm -hmm. but they, and they're very loyal to uh, bosses. Really, all kind of bosses. It really amazes me. But the bosses, um, the more it's not about you, the more they'll just serve their heart out. So that was a great section of, uh, you know, what Terry discovered about himself. And he had mentioned early on the part that was my blind spot with the technical difficulty that his greatest blind spot was uh, that he thought he was a servant leader. And it wasn't until later that he discovered that he was uh, serving himself more than anybody. So, um, and then uh, my daughter actually asked me to ask people or ask leaders the question, uh, when did they decide that they wanted to be CEO? Was it when they were born or was it when they were uh, 10 years old or when was it? So then I went on to ask Terry that question, and here is the answer. I went into a men's clothing store with my dad, and that gentleman owned that store or owned that business, and was the only business owner I'd ever met because we lived, we grew up in an industrial town, so everybody worked for industry, petrochemical plants, refineries, whatever. And, um, and I thought, wow, I want to own a men's clothing store someday. And... Of course, over time, that went away, and I went to work for petrochemical industry employer and worked there for 10 years. So I did not really know I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I had a lot of hints along the way. In college, one day I said I was going to lay in bed until I invented something that would make me a lot of money and that kind of thing, you know. And mm. um, so I always had an inkling of wanting to do something like that, but I never had associated myself with an entrepreneur. And then I went to work for an entrepreneur with the big company and went to work for an entrepreneur, a real strong one. And um, really we sold that business. That's when I burned out, became a Christian and did all my therapy. But following that, I started taking some quizzes around was an entrepreneur and that's when I was confirmed it I clearly was one. Mm. So it was a journey of, of not knowing really, uh, just met a young man major in entrepreneurship at University of Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State University. So um, now they're trying to help people see it at, at a younger age and, mm. and, and actually get a degree in it. So, uh, I, I, so I Often on had glimpses of it, but I didn't really know it until about three or four years before I started Texan. Mm -hmm. Wow. So then um, if you had known, you know, knowing yourself now, what kind of advice would you have given yourself back then? You know, my son-in-law seemed like an entrepreneur. Well, actually, both my son-in-laws. And one wanted to go in ministry, one wanted to go in business. And so I recommended to anybody that thinks they're an entrepreneur to go to work for a big company because 
you don't realize how little you know about managing a business or running a business or working in a business. So I recommend them go to a company they think they could learn the most from and then uh, to watch and see where that company either chooses not to pursue an idea or business opportunity because it didn't fit them or it's not in their core business or it's too small and then possibly go try to raise some money and, and go do it yourself. Now that you've learned a little bit about that segment of the industry and learned how that little business on the side could um, be a great one to start or buy. Um, so that that's one way to, because I think to go to work for a real small company out of college or try to start your own out of college is um, a hard way to learn the lessons of leadership. Wow, I love this PS right as we're wrapping up. Because <laughs> uh, what priceless advice. Um, I actually didn't realize until you just now said that, that that's, that was did. what I did. And, and you um, think back of what you learned. Yeah. There's a lot. And you don't know it until you leave those big companies because yeah. they frustrate the heck out of an entrepreneur. Yes. But then when you leave, I realized I had learned a lot yes. from them that I uh, wouldn't have learned on my own except through a lot of pain and a lot of mistakes. That is absolutely true and so so amazing. Yeah. You know, there's also positive blind spots, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, an exactly. example of well, a positive right, blind spot. Right. <laughs> so wow, well thank you so much for taking the time again. No, yeah, you, you're very successful and you're like I said, you're not just generous with your money, but you're generous, you know, with helping people who, you know, want to help themselves as yeah, you frequently right. say. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my, my calling is kind of to liberate souls. I hate to see people that um, are overly burdened in an area and not finding true joy and fulfillment in life. I just hate to see them going around uh, handicapped, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, because of their internal struggles. So that's kind of my calling. And is that mostly for, for Christian leaders? Is it for? Well, it tends to be because Christ can liberate souls way better than you on your own. Mm. But um, uh, so, so I, I, you know, it doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, because uh, it may be just need to go to therapy in some ways and, and what I call pull a tooth or something where, where um, often we've got something that's significant in our life that really limits our ability to be a great person or a great leader or a great employee. Mine was a people pleaser. I was a huge people pleaser. And it really, really restricted my ability to be a leader, good leader. I, I, I'm going to say it again. I love these PSs as we wrap up. These <laughs> right, are some right. big jewels you're yeah, sharing yeah, with us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and we know it, but for whatever reasons, you know, like I knew as a huge people pleaser, but I never had a desire to do anything about it. I just uh, worked around it. And as you know, terribly ineffectively, right? Mm -hmm. And fortunately, my burnout and all that turned out to be a huge blessing because I took that to a great psychologist and we uh, we dealt with it. And then I dealt well so with my 
identity crisis because everything, you know, I felt uh, everything was about what I did rather than who I was. And so it was, it's been a it, it's been a long journey, a great journey, to unpack that and and start having my soul blossom. And uh, so it's been a it's been a fun journey. Well, I've got chills everywhere because you know, wow! I, like I said, you're so generous and sharing where you were and, and what you just said. I'm certain a lot of our listeners can well, relate to intimately. Yeah, yeah. So. And there is solutions when you finally get sick of. The one, or possibly two things that uh, really burden you, keep you from blossoming, uh, have joy, make your soul. Um, it's it's a shame of how much of life is limited because of we don't know how or we're not ready to uh, get rid of those obstacles in our life. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know how we're going to top this one. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, the, the truth of it, the authenticity of it. And like I said, uh, certainly a lot of leaders will be able to relate to yeah, it. Well, I hope. I hope so, for their own uh, sake and their employees. Yeah. Sake. Exactly. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I enjoyed it. It's well, my, thank my, you so my, much. My and yeah. if uh, someone wants to know more about your company, they can go to texonlp.com. Mm -hmm. And your book is available on Amazon. Right. And, right, right, um, right, right, and right. You know, and then, and then if uh, and they read reviews on Amazon as to whether they think they might enjoy it or not. Yes. So, yeah, no, that's feedback is priceless, isn't it? Right, right. right so, right. Uh, so thank you very much. And uh, and if you uh, if listeners want to know about the ten most common leadership blind spots, then um, send me an email at ceoblindspots at gmail .com. And with this, right, and right. in deep gratitude, well, I right. wrap up our show. Well, you've blessed our company for many years uh, in many ways. So we're very appreciative. It's my honor to do this for you. Thank you. So, Great blessing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Then I'll say, Totsis, adios, and yeah. goodbye. <laughs>